0: Hey there, welcome to the Pretty Little Tribe podcast, a space to talk about all things life, fertility, parenthood, and everything in between. My name is Elizabeth. I am an international fertility coach, ICF certified life coach, birth and bereavement doula, and new parent educator. Join us as we support the tribe throughout their journey from conception to bringing your new baby home and everything along the way. See you in the episode. welcome back to the Pretty Little Tribe podcast. Today we have Allison Prado here and she's going to tell us a little bit about her journey, her transition from mom to she's been a writer actually as well as her podcast that is amazing if you guys haven't listened to it. Every time I see a post talking about what's Coming up, I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to add that to my calendar to listen to.
1: Yeah.
0: Amazing, as well as Fertility Rally. So, welcome, Allison. Thanks for being here.
1: Hi, Elizabeth. Thank you so much for having me. I love working with you and doing stuff. And we've done a couple of things together so far. So, this is great. So good to talk to you again, as always.
0: Yeah. And speaking of Fertility Rally, I just, one of the girls that I met of being on Fertility Rally with you just got a positive beta this morning. So I'm so excited about that. Like literally it my heart, like blows up with joy when we get those calls of positive betas. And part of her success, I feel like is having that community support with fertility rally, but we'll circle back to that. But I just remembered that I got that call.
1: So awesome. I know it's it's such a we get so invested in each other's lives and each other's journeys so when you get that good news call it's like your heart soars and then on the flip side when you get the ones that are not good it's just like you just have this sense of dread so it's For it's sure. intense
0: it's, yeah it is so tell us a little about about your experience with fertility yeah,
1: so um i'll give you kind of just the high level of my kind of infertility journey and then talk to you about like you said how i transitioned it um So I um, started, I had secondary infertility. So I had my daughter in 2009 um, and I didn't have any issues getting pregnant with her. Although I was a little bit on the older side when I got pregnant, um, you know, just fertility wise. I was 34 and I had her when I was 35. So I've said this so many times, but I didn't know anything about my fertility or like egg quality or diminished ovarian reserve. All these things I know now that, you know, as you get older, it becomes harder to have a baby just genetically because of your body, because of biology and what's happening. Um, you know, for, and for me, um, I did end up having a hard time when it came time to start to have my son. So, but again, not having known any of that, we weren't rushing after I had my daughter. So you know, I didn't start to try for the second baby until I was about 38. And at that point, um, I wasn't having, having any problems getting pregnant Um, But I was having problems staying pregnant. So that's also known as recurrent pregnancy loss. And I had four miscarriages um, between the time that I had my daughter and then when I eventually did have my son through IVF. So um, it was a really, really dark time for me. Um, Personally, you know, there was a lot going on with my husband. He and I weren't necessarily on the same page about, you know, my real desire to have a second baby, you know, he saw me in a lot of pain, obviously, after all of these losses, and he was too, but um, we kind of got to a point where it was just very hard for us to see eye to eye in terms of why we would keep going. Um, And I really, really, really did not want to stop trying until we had the second child, I just felt so strongly in my heart that I wanted a second child. Um, And that was a big part of our journey was just the relationship stuff. You know, we had a lot of fights and there was a lot of tears. And there was actually even a point where we were like, are we going to make it through this? I don't know, which is crazy because we've been together since we were 16 years old. We were high school sweethearts. Wow. So, you know, we never thought that something would would come in our way. But as you well know, you know, talking to so many women, Elizabeth, um, you know, it's this. It's, it can be really hard on your relationship. So um, I just want to put that out there because I feel like a lot of people don't talk about that and it's okay yeah. to talk about it. Um, thankfully we did make it through and we're still together. And, um, but you know, it, it was really rough. Um, But so that was the relationship piece of it. And then what was going on physically was that, like I said, recurrent pregnancy loss. Um, We finally get
0: any answers on that. Why we're having the losses.
1: Um, When I finally went to an RE, he basically just said, it's an age thing. You know, you've got a lot of eggs, but you don't have a lot of good quality eggs. So he told me, it, you know, you're the perfect candidate for IVF because what I can do for you is go in and we can find those, you know, high quality eggs and make healthy embryos, um, which is exactly what happened. So, you know, fast forwarding through a lot of stuff, obviously, but, you know, we did finally agree after my fourth loss um, to, to go to this RE to do one round of IVF. We did two IUIs before we started IVF and neither of those were successful. Um, but we did do the one round of IVF. Um, I ended up having five embryos get PGD, PGT tested. Um, and one came back healthy. So four were chromosomally, sorry, I'm <laughs> like flubbing my words, chromosomally abnormal, and one was healthy. And that was the one we did a frozen embryo transfer with in 2015. And I got very, very, very lucky and it ended up sticking and I got pregnant and I had a healthy pregnancy and I had my son in December of 2015. So, awesome. um, yeah, but the, you know, I mean, you can keep asking me questions. Sorry. I don't want to drone on. <laughs> That's
0: okay. I just first want to acknowledge you and thank you for bringing up the situation with your relationship and ha- having you guys been together for so long and finally having a situation that really kind of tests the relationship because most people don't realize the significance of what this experience plays on a relationship and just Mm -hmm. acknowledging the fact that it is not easy in any way, but especially on the relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also, thank you for sharing about your losses and how that, you know, going through that experience and how low it is to feel that, but yet still feeling and having that knowing that you want to, right, to keep going to do um, IVF.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, thank you for acknowledging that. Um, but yeah, it was, again, with the relationship thing, I was just, I had a lot of anger towards my husband because I felt like it's already hard enough what I'm going through and my body's not cooperating. So the fact that we're not on the same page, I felt like he was almost giving me another roadblock that I had to overcome. And I was like, it took me a while. And to be yeah. totally honest with you, I still have a little residual. We're still working through some of that shit. Um, still a little anger there. But um, yeah. But, you know, Most of
0: the time it's just because the guys don't want us to go through the pain. Right. Yeah. They're just like, make it stop. Stop. Right. Are right. You-
1: and I remember saying to him at one point, like, I wish I didn't want this so badly because I know that I'm like fucking things up right now. Yeah. And I know that I'm causing a lot of drama by going through all this, but I can't help it. I have to like, listen to my heart. And it was a very like conflicted point in my life. And, you know, I was. I was really, I started to get really depressed. Um, You know, I didn't have anybody that I felt like I could really talk to about it. I mean, I have tons of friends and family and, you know, people who have maybe had one miscarriage, but I never connected with anybody while I was in the midst of it that was in the same situation as me. Mm -hmm. I never even heard of secondary infertility. I didn't know that that was a thing. Um, So this is all alluding to why we created, you know, I created my podcast Infertility Rally because I just felt so like... I was like fledgling, like I didn't know where to turn to. Um, There weren't a lot of books at the time. There really weren't any podcasts at the time. You know, I went on Facebook and I I found some groups, but they I felt a little overwhelmed by them, and I just like really couldn't find my people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So
0: another thing I want to point out too is you had one embryo, which most people feel like it's not enough to move forward with, and I just want to point that out because it gives a lot of people hope that it can happen with one, right? It, it And yeah. you have a little guy running around who was your one.
1: Exactly. You and- can, and it did. And, you know, we weren't going to do another round. That was it. It was kind of like, this is our Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. We're going to give it one shot. If it doesn't work out, we're moving on and we will be happy as a family of three. Um, I went to a lot of therapy to get to the point where I was, feeling like I could be okay as a family of three so we were working towards that and you know it was gonna either way I would have been okay but I'm so happy obviously that it did work out
0: yeah so at what point you have your little guy and your daughter and you're doing your thing and at that time was it being a writer what were you doing or just being a mom what was your life like at that point
1: yeah, so I was working full time, um, doing some writing, copywriting. I have a journalism background, so I've worked in magazines for many, many years. And then I transitioned into doing like corporate copywriting in the fashion industry, um, but still doing like celebrity interviews and stuff on the side. Um, so I've always been a writer, and I've always been a storyteller. Is what I realize now in retrospect. I've always been curious about other people's experiences. My favorite thing to write has always been you know like cover stories and profiles on people who are interesting um so when i was at work one day you know i was like i think i should try to write a book about infertility you know there's there's a couple out there but nothing crazy and again this was like probably 2016 at the time um and so i started shopping around a book proposal and it was so funny elizabeth because i kept getting just doors slammed in my face like Like people were like, yeah, this is entertaining. You know, we love your writing, but like, this isn't going to sell. Nobody talks about this. Like infertility isn't like a hot topic. And I was like, well, I don't think it has to be a hot topic. I think it's something a lot of people, you know, millions of women are going through. So I was very disillusioned by the fact that the book just wasn't taking off. And they were like, actually, we have one book that's coming out. And I was like, well, that's fine. But don't we need more than one, you know, and stuff. So basically, I just kept hitting a brick wall with this book idea. And then one day I was um, I had interviewed somebody for Rolling Stone magazine, and it was a great interview. And I realized how much I love talking to people and just interviewing people. And on the way back to my real job, because that was like a freelancing, I was like, oh, and I was listening to a podcast at the time. And then it all just kind of came together. And I was like, oh, I don't need to wait for someone to green light a book. I'll just start a podcast and I can kind of do the same thing that I'd wanted to do in the book, but I don't need anyone to tell me that it's okay to do it. I can just start it and do it. Yeah. So, like a month later, um, I launched the podcast. And, you know, the concept was and is every episode I talk to somebody about their journey to family building. And it's, you know, it covers infertility for the most part, but it's also people who need assisted um, reproductive technology. So it's like single mothers by choice same-sex couples. I had a transgender um, couple on recently, you know, so I talked to one person or a couple or one time I did best friends too, because they were both (laughs) going through it at the same time. Um, But basically it's just sharing stories and, you know, sharing these experiences. And the whole point is to just put these stories out there so that people who are going through this can connect and realize they're not alone. There's somebody that's going through it. Yeah. And you know, I always try to connect people via social media now, you know, after the episode comes out, I like tag everybody, and everybody's been wonderful in terms of you know if if someone's going through this, reach out to me, so I know a lot of people have connected that way and it's just you know just trying to create something that's not only like informative and entertaining but that can really make a difference and blast these stigmas and I just think it's such crap that people you know, still don't talk about this a ton. I mean, it has changed tremendously in the last couple of years, thankfully, but it's still really, it's kind of a hush hush thing still. And that needs to not be, you know, women don't need to feel ashamed about this. It's a medical diagnosis.
0: Totally. I was talking with a client this morning and she said, we finally told her parents yesterday that we're going to do IVF, but I told them like, don't tell anybody. I'm not telling anybody at work. And I'm thinking to myself, this is how it stays. Mm -hmm. the way that it is right because we're ashamed that and also worried and concerned what if it doesn't work right what if we tell the whole world that we're doing this process and I'm a failure you
1: know totally and Um, I get it I mean I don't I would never want to force somebody into sharing if they're not comfortable with it yeah you know I you know I understand that some people just aren't and there's a lot of some reasons are religious or it's family pressure you know stuff like that but the people who are willing to share I always encourage like you know, there's going to be someone, somebody out there that hears your story and you make them feel better and make them be able to get up off the bed or the bathroom floor. Like in my case, I was always found myself crying in the bathroom floor. <laughs> um, but yeah. you know,
0: so and just, or to even if it's after the fact, fact, right, it doesn't even have to be during, but after yeah. the fact, because having it normalizes these conversations. And that's why I'm so grateful for the work that you're doing both on the podcast and with fertility rally, because it gives building that community and making people feel like they're normal.
1: Thank you. I'm back at you. And, you know, I, I feel like you've got the same goal in mind in terms of, you know, you're so supportive of other women. You've always been so supportive of my podcast and fertility rally. So thank you for that.
0: Of course. So tell us about fertility rally for those that don't know.
1: Okay. So Fertility Rally was a transition from the podcast. I actually met this woman named Blair Nelson, um, who has another, her own podcast called Fab Fertility and also her own Instagram platform. So she had a um, IVF journey of her own. You know, when I met her, she was going through her third round of IVF, I believe. And she actually wrote me an email and we found each other just through social media. And she was like, You know, my husband and I are going through a fuck ton of shit right now. And when I read that line, I started laughing and I was like, all right, I'm going to call this girl. Um, So so we connected and she came on my podcast and told her story. And then she was like, I'm going to start a podcast too. Um, I'd love for you to be on my show. So she started hers. I was on her show. And then we just kept in touch. You know, it's, you know, that women in this space have this very common bond that's why we always say it's the worst club with the best members because everybody like comes together and knows like they just get it like and you just it's so funny like there's people that I've met and I've never even met in person but they're like some of my best friends and it's just because we share this common terrible experience of going through infertility um so Blair and I bonded really quickly and became great friends and then we just started talking about um forming like we're like we should celebrate this community and have a live event so it started out as we were planning an event and we wanted to call it fertility rally because we love the connotation of like again women like rallying together lifting each other up supporting each other empowering each other um and then covid hit so the event that we were planning which was going to be in brooklyn in october 2020 um became a virtual thing a virtual event And then as we were kind of working on the event, we started hosting these happy hours just in COVID times, like as everybody was doing, because we're like, let's bring this community together. The happy hours were really like successful in terms of support. And then we were like, maybe we should turn this into an actual support group and an actual membership community. So we started um, exactly that. You know, we started Fertility Rally, which is now a website and we have community and content and we do curated events. Um on tons of different topics, you know, we have at least one per month, and we talk about you know same sex couples building their families. We talk about Pcos, endometriosis, recurrent pregnancy loss, nutrition, you know, anything. and we always partner up with experts and sometimes with brands, um, if it's a relevant thing that you know we give people like discounts and stuff. So it's turned into this great community. Um, we launched it in June. 2020, and we now have almost 325 members around the world, actually. Um, We have some members in New Zealand, Ireland, (laughs) lots in Canada, Um, you know, so it's been just a really cool way to connect with with people. Um, We also have a private Facebook group where they can go on and ask each other questions and vent, but it's like a vetted group, you know, it's members only, so they can feel very safe and you're not going to get trolled by anybody or negative comments. You know, our rule is always that everybody has to be kind to each other and support each other. And if you don't, you know, have anything nice to say, like get off the group because the, the, we're, there's no time for that shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. So two things on that. First, it fertility rally is amazing. I tell yeah. everybody that what I love about it so much, I guess, first and foremost is that because it is curated and you're getting information that is you know real true factual good stuff compared to just searching online and figuring it out on your own and the the people that they partner with or the companies or whatever they're it's all very legit so it's not just like random people that don't know what they're doing bad <laughs> information the mm-hmm. Is just it's building community and you're building friendships with people that are going through the same thing. And so, not only do you see them maybe on Instagram or wherever you've come together, but then you also get to really, like I say live, but on Zoom, interact with them and get to know their story and get invested in each other. And I think that that goes a long way when you're going through this experience because you realize, again, you're not alone, you're not broken, you're normal. And there's so many different ways that this comes together Mm -hmm. and then with the international aspect i what i love so much now is because we are in this day and age that we can talk to people all over the world Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you're again in new zealand or canada or israel or whatever like we all have the same parts we all have the same issues you know and it's all the same given the fact like you mentioned before earlier about religion and things like that but even that you know we're able to see and open our minds to what somebody of a different culture may be going through, which I think Fertility Rally and your podcast for that matter, opens that up to experiences that we normally wouldn't have, you know, kind of a a window into other people's experiences that, that breeds, you know, empathy and compassion and understanding for other cultures and people that are going through similar things, but from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Everyone that i pointed to Fertility Rally always comes back to like, that was the best thing ever. I'm so glad that I got on this month and, you know, whatever. It's such an added bonus in so many different ways. You will not be disappointed if you join this community of membership Mm -hmm. um, and women that are going through it because it will do nothing but lift you up and feel good. And it gives you that little special time to feel integrated into a community rather than, behind the social media veil as I like to call it so
1: yeah yeah I mean it's thank you so much that is such a huge compliment and that's you know we really truly care about all of our members and we take this so seriously Blair and I both and this is such a passion project for both of us you know when um, one thing I'll say is you know we do these weekly support groups on Wednesday nights um, and we always have a special guest at the end you were our special guest recently and it was awesome um, but we try to mix it up, you know, we try to get people from all over the place who are doing all different things, you know, talking about covering all different topics. And we also have, if people can't come to the zoom call live, we have rally on demand on our website so that all of our members have access to every single support group we've ever had. So if they don't, if they miss one, they can always go back and watch it later, which I think is pretty cool. You can watch it with your partner, or you can watch it with your best friend, you know, it's you can watch it again and again, if you want to. Um, but you know, we're always just looking for people that are doing interesting and innovative things and educational things just to try to leave our members with some takeaway. So like, yes, we provide the support group and the first hour of the call is just an open member share where they can talk about anything, the good and the bad, the ugly. And then the second part of the call is where we have a special guest. So it's a little more like educational. So we think that that mix has been working really well, um, we actually, one of our, mem- one of our guests the other day was like, you know, I've been to a lot of support groups. She's like, but you guys just have like this, this special sauce, like the secret sauce. And I was like, that's so awesome. It so,
0: awesome. and I, um, again, I can't say enough about it. And if you want to find out more, visit their website. Cause there's so yeah. many great things on there and it's actually, it's a fun website to visit. I feel like you go and you're like, it's so cool. Cool and it Aww. feels good and it's, thank you. I don't know. It just has a really good vibe to
1: it. Thank you. Yeah, that's another Lots thing to us as we've always said, um, you know, we try to bring levity to this situation wherever we can. Of course, we never want to bring light to like something terrible, but like you know, humor and and just some fun injected where we can to get through this is just you kind of have to do that sometimes. So that's always been kind of part of our mission as well as like how can we do this, but put our own like fertility rally twist on it? And so we're always trying to look for ways to do that.
0: So do you think you guys will go back to live events now that things are?
1: Well, well, we've never done a live event (laughs) now. So, but yeah, um, I think we will. I think we're going to actually start doing, I think for the, so we do fertility rally live in the fall and the spring, and it's an all day event with speakers covering tons of different topics and breakout sessions. We'll, I think that will stay virtual, just because we've realized that we can reach so many more people if we do that virtually. But I think we are going to start doing pop-up events, um, in you know cities like Blair's in Austin. I'm in New York, or no, now I'm in New Jersey. I moved, but I still feel like I'm in New York. So, yeah. um, but we, you know, we'll start doing little things here and there. We also want to do a rally retreat, which would be like a weekend getaway. Um, so, you know, the, 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 possibilities are endless. It's just, you know, we have to figure out how to pull it all off. Cause it's just the two of us. And this is our, basically our side hustle.
0: <laughs> well, you're doing an awesome job at, at hustling on the side. If I don't say so myself, Thank so you. I'll find you and, and,
1: um, so yeah, it. if, um, I'll start with the podcast. So the podcast is called infertile AF. Um, you can find it on all the major podcasts, platforms, Apple, Spotify, um, Audible, all that stuff. Um, and on Instagram, it's at Stories, So you can follow me there. My DMs are totally open. Um, you know, if anybody wants, has a guest in mind or wants to share their story, you know, I'm always looking for interesting stories and it's like a total no judgment zone. Um, And then Fertility Rally is the website's fertilityrally.com and we are on Instagram at fertilityrally. Um, so yeah, you know, we have events and our website is open to anybody. You don't have to be a member to come to the site. We have a lot of content in our site too that you don't have to be a member to see. So I would encourage people to check it out. Let me know if you have any questions and I'm here for all of it. Yeah. But also thank you so much. You, again, you've been so super supportive and I just love how you you know, you're such a a woman's woman. And that means so much to me. So thank you for all of your support too.
0: Of course. I just want to add to subscribe to her podcast, because as I mentioned earlier, she has the best guests and stories. And it's, it's just like to peek into some of these and they're funny and entertaining. And even if you're just driving the car or taking a walk or whatever, it's a lighthearted way to still be connected to this community and get stories of hope and whatever. So I just yes. I recommend subscribing. So you can take a look at what's happening there. And
1: Thank it's- you. Sometimes they're really sad too. <laughs> it just depends. Um, that's
0: been, you know, that's our world that we live in. Right. Definitely. But, but I also feel like that's, Counteracted by the experience at Fertility Rally and and bringing that together and and knowing that you have support in those sad times because it is not an easy path like it's
1: it's not not
0: journey to go down but if you can have the people around you that can bring you up and your your lows are not as low or they don't last as long that's the goal right because we're not like it's butterflies and rainbows it's not.
1: No. And nobody needs to go through this alone. And you don't have to. And that's what we're here for. You know, this is what, it's the place I wish I had when I was going through it. Um, And, you know, everything that we do when we program it out and think about how to deal, you know, how to treat our members and how to interact with them. It's always like, what would I want? What would I need? You know, so I'm still very in the mix, even though I'm done family building, I will never not be infertile. I'll always be infertile. And I will always Have compassion for anybody that's going through this.
0: Yeah, and what I love about it too is it's not so corporate. So there's a lot of other groups out there that are sponsored by Mm. hospitals or larger corporations or organizations or whatever. And this just feels like I mentioned earlier, it's your people, right? Like it's your girlfriends that you would hang out with that are going through similar things, and not like somebody that's untouchable or you know you're not able to engage with. And I think that that goes a long way too because when you're in it, you want to feel like, Oh my gosh, what did, how did you feel when it was happening to you? Or what did you do? When did you feel like you could start again? When did you feel like, Mm -hmm. you know, needed to keep going or whatever. And I didn't have that either when I was going through it. So right now I feel like it's such an amazing time because there are so many resources, but you need to, you know, kind of stay in the lane of knowing what is safe and what's correct information and, you know, the people around you, all that good stuff. And I think people find that at Fertility Rally.
1: Yeah. Oh, thank you. You're the best.
0: Of course. Well, thanks for coming on here. I can't wait to chat again soon and let us know if there's any way we can support you.
1: Yes. And we'll say you are going to be on my podcast in the coming weeks. So definitely guys look out for that. It's a really, really good episode as well.
0: Thanks girl. All right. Always so good to talk to you. you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the pretty little tribe podcast. Follow up on Instagram at the pretty little tribe or at Elizabeth King underscore coaching for updates, resources, and a community to connect with. If you are looking for extra support and tools to guide you along your TTC and parenting journey, visit elizabethking.com. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast everywhere you're listening for a chance to receive a special gift. Visit elizabethking.com backslash Pretty Little Tribe podcast for more information on how to enter. Any review counts. I just appreciate your honest feedback so I can provide you with the best support possible in your TTC and parenthood journey. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.